Weekly, 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 weekly ball movement. Weekly, weekly ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Weekly, ball movement. Welcome back. Episode 6 of Weekly Ball Moment. Sarah, this is five more episodes than I expected to make at the start of the season. Wouldn't it be six more? You expected... <laughs> you thought we'd do one and stop or zero? You know honestly, I don't understand the math. Honestly, I thought we'd do zero. And then after we did one, I thought we'd do one and then stop. Every time you say, Sarah, you want to record the podcast now, I think... Do you think we're going to do six? You think six is the last one? No. Do you think that? No, now I think we'll do more. We might get up okay. to ten somehow. 10. I don't know why we we're just do gonna that. keep, <laughs> just keep going. We're just gonna crank out random, like randomly generated, randomly generated podcasts yeah. in just August. Ask ChatGPT, hey ChatGPT, give me uh, some some ideas for a softball podcast and just read it. Yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, all right, welcome. Let's do the quiz. Should we get into the quiz first? I'm ready. You're ready. This one has been hard. People have done poorly on this one. Oh, yeah. So we'll see. Now, again, I ask you the same question I always ask. Were you in the sheets? Did you get into the spreadsheets? No, I didn't. Digging around in the spreadsheets? Yeah. I was there for like most of the games, though. But you were there for the games. I saw Ziggy just knee-deep in spreadsheets the other day. <laughs> and I said, hey, what are you doing? He said, preparing for the quiz. What are you doing on your phone there, bud? Minecraft or something fun? Nope. DSL spreadsheets. Uh, which two teams won both of their games at the doubleheader? Uh, I know this one. Well, you have to read the answers. I'm seeing as if Ziggy can get it without the answers. No, no, you have to read all the options. I can all read. Right. Hitsters. I know you can read. <laughs> but the audience cannot read with us. Hitsters and Los Drinkers. Good times and Weekend Warriors. Hitsters and Good Times. Double Trouble and Los Drinkers. I know. Sarah knows. I don't. You do not. Guess. Guess. Hitsters, Los Drinkers. You are... That's my guess, too. Correct. Nice! We are correct. One of one. Hitsters won both of their games with more than double the number of their opponents' runs. True or false? Oh, I don't know. I think this is false. I think it might be I true. Both of their games. Did we I think win? it's false. The first one we did for sure. You get your little fingers out of here. <laughs> I think it's true. I think it's true. The second one, I think we won 18 I to 8. False. Did I say? I think. I think it's true. True! Ah! 26 to 12 and 18 to 8. Way to go, Hitsters. Similarly, every other game was so close that there were less than four runs separating the winning team from the losing game one in all the other games. I think this is true. What? The other games were all close within four runs. Every other game. Yes. True. Yes, true. We're going true. Correct. Nice. Look at us. Flying. Which of these events did not occur last weekend? A player in game three passing out due to heat stroke. Alex okay. GT being asleep or unconscious in at least two different locations. <laughs> An appearance by hard-drinking former player Ben Gale. Three double trouble players being taken off due to injury temporarily or otherwise. I think a player in game three passing out due to heat stroke. Hey, yeah. I don't think anybody passed out due to heat stroke. I feel like I would have noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it wasn't that hot. Wasn't that hot. GT. GT, that happened. He was yeah. in multiple places behind the dugout for much of the game. I saw Ben Gale. Yep. I, I saw Ben Gale. I know some double trouble were injured. I don't know that it was three, so... Ben Gale was talking uh, best coach ever. He was directing that talk at me. Oh, Zach, best coach I ever had. Greatest coach in the history of, of coaching Ben Gale. He was in a state. <laughs> and I don't think that... I mean, 
I think he only ever had one other coach in the DSL as well. I don't know how how much you want to take that to to have no, 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 no. It's very significant to me. Thank you, Ben. I'm sure you're listening to this. Okay, so are we on number one? And then three double trouble players being taken off due to injury. Yeah, uh, no, that didn't I know Haysook did because you injured her. Yes, I know. Uh, I know Tim was injured. I don't know the third one, but I don't. I don't think anybody was heat stroked. Correct. We are I'm correct. really relieved. I would have been really sad if like someone had been had taken off, and, and I was just completely oblivious. I to was. That. Uh, I think I was in that game, so I would have been. Yeah, that would have been on me a little bit as the coach, and like I didn't even notice. How many total runs were scored over all six games? Under 100, between 100 and 150, between 150 and 200, or over? 200? I'd say between 100 and 150. Um. I gotta go over 200. There were six games. I'm going to go between 150 and 200. Okay, I think that's what we'll do. Between 150 and 200. Wrong! Between 100 and 150. Yeah! 126 total. I'm super shocked because we scored 26 in one half of one game. Um, Wow, we missed it. Okay. Wow. Which team that won both of their games in the first doubleheader unfortunately suffered two losses this time? Yellow, blue, black, or red? Sorry, what was the question? Which team that won both of their games in the first doubleheader unfortunately suffered two losses this time? So who won in the last doubleheader? I know who it is. Is it yellow? Is it the Dirtbags? I think it might be. No, it's not. It's not. The Los Drinkers won both of theirs this time. Yep. So it's either red or blue. Okay, it's red or blue. Do you think blue so, won two do- games in the first doubleheader? Or do you think red? They didn't red? lose both this time. That's true. Blue did not lose so both this red. time. So it's red? Correct. Red. Weekend Warriors. They won both of theirs in the first doubleheader, and they lost both in the second doubleheader. Ooh, which nationality is not represented on double trouble? Ooh, flag question. Why? Oh no, my knowledge of the world is uh, okay, I, really, really bad. Okay, I don't know this one. Okay. So it's South Africa? That's Wales. That's Wales? No, that's Wales. Jesus. How'd you know that? Wow. Why do you know that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what is this one? South Africa? That's South Africa. That's South Africa. What's Ziggy, this what's one? this one? That's Korea. <laughs> I don't know what this one is. Uh, is this the Cuban flag? I don't, I don't know, know what the Cuban flag looks like. Sorry, Cuba. They're, they have a Cuban player. Do, Do they, they have, have a Welsh player? Ni- Nicola. Oh, God. Is she Nicola. from Wales? Yeah, and if she's not, she's going to be deeply offended that I didn't know. But I think I she's know. from Wales. Bury this in the middle of the podcast. Nicola I know like it. one in like 100,000 Welsh people. Did you know that? Huh? Is that a lot? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't lot. even understand. If you had 100,000 Welsh people in a room, I know one of them. I would be like, hey, what's up, bud? Which nationality is not represented on double? I think double? it's this one. I think this. it's North. What, what, what did we say this flag was? That's South Africa. That's South Africa? I think, I think it's South Africa. Yeah, I think it's South Africa. I think it's that one. Heysuk, Nicola, Alfredo. I think. And then I think the South right, Africa is not represented. Right. Yeah! Nailed it. No South Africans on D2. Who are currently playing South Africans? I can only think of Johan. Is there another current playing South African? Great question. I do not know. There are South Africans milling about. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but I don't know about other playing. playing. Okay. I don't know. All right. Don't know. 
which of these is not an anagram of a DSL Season 17 team's name? Bad Grits, Aaron Skewer Weird, Cedars Rematch, or the Shitters? Uh, well, the last one obviously is. Okay. Um, what's Bad Grits? Uh, Good times. It's, no. No, it's not Double Trouble. It's not Los Drinkers. It's not Weekend Warriors. Dirtbags. That was Dirtbags. Okay, that's Dirtbags. Cedars Rematch. Why is this so hard? What's I, the Cedars? I'm looking at it upside down as well. Okay. What's the Cedars? What team has a C in its name? Any of the teams got a C in its name? I think Double this one is Weekend Warriors. Warriors. Oh, this one's Weekend Warriors. So, so it's got to be that rematch. one, yeah. God, we did it. Look at us. Professional English majors. We're anagrams. What's an anagram? Uh, mixed up letters. <laughs> Probably should have gone we over that before. That. Mixed up letters uh, of the team name. So like dirtbags, D-I-R-T-B-A-G-S. And then you mix up the letters to make oh, a new thing, it. like bad grits, and that's an anagram. How many games in total were played at the double header? Oh, this is a Harry Potter question. Ooh, okay. How many games in total? So That's basically, three, which is four, Harry Potter six? There were six. Three, four, five, six. Okay, the books are Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. That's, That's three. three. That is universally known as the best Harry Potter. Yeah, hundred percent. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. That's four. Four. Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix. That's, That's five. five. That's five. Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. Is six. That's six. He put them in order again. Like last one, we, we had that hard like number question, and they were in order. He did the same thing here. He did the same thing here. Oh, You're great so job, Richard. Well, I mean, any Harry Potter head, you know, knows. I don't think I would have known that. I don't know. <laughs> and again, which does not suggest the name of a DSL Season 17 captain. You have to read this to me because I okay. can't read upside down. A historical sediment north of Perth in Western Australia. What? A Detroit singer who is the subject of this acclaimed documentary, which is Searching for Sugar Man. The bass player from Pink Floyd, one of the big five Hollywood studios founded in 1923. I have no idea. This is so... I can't even... I don't understand what any of these things are. Okay, one of the big five Hollywood studios must be Warner Brothers, right? Could be Warner Brothers. Oh, that makes sense. Tim's out. Okay. This is like a weird crossword. Mm, very bizarre crossword. Uh, from there, I don't know the bass player from Pink Floyd... There's a picture of him, too. I don't recognize him. Crusty old guy. Crusty old guy. Uh, okay, I don't know. I don't know who Sugar Man is. Uh, I'm going to go with Monument in Australia. You're going to go with the you're gonna go with the historical settlement north of Perth in Western Australia? Yeah. Seems too specific to me. Yeah. Okay. Seems like that'll probably be it. But that would make it the perfect answer. That would make it the perfect answer? I'm going to go with the Sugar Man. You're one. going with Su Sugar yeah, Man? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with Sugar Man. All right, I don't know. Total guess. We're going Sugar, Sugar Man. Man. Oh! That would be Greener, Rodriguez, and Warner, but no Rogers or Waters. Oh, okay. All right, I should have done that. That's the easy one. All right. Uh, I don't get it. I still don't get it. Yeah. His name is Roger Waters, right? That sounds weird coming out of my mouth, that combination. But anyway, okay. We did okay. How do we do? Was that the last question? Was that the last question? I think it was. Eight out of ten. 
Eight out of ten. That's pretty good. That's Solid pretty good. B. That's a B. Good for us. Good for us. Not perfect. That was but one of my weaker performances. Usually I'm a, I'm a ten out of ten. Weak. I'm a sterling no, ten out not. of ten. No, you're not. We haven't got a ten out of ten in you on all the six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> you should use your knowledge way to blow to me up son way to blow me up son uh okay <laughs> when i'm not carrying around all this anyway uh, uh, okay so well how'd you enjoy the softball good good anything else you want to throw in there yeah ziggy what give your um, ziggy announcements hmm hmm What was the highlight of your day on Saturday? This is called dead air in radio. I call this dead air. Feel that dead air. Um, the people want to hear from you, Ziggy. The people want they to tell me. They tell me this. Less of you, more of Ziggy. Quit talking so much. Let that boy in there. He's got a he's got a mind. He's got a sharp mind for the sport. He saw that I was interesting. <laughs> All right, well then, son, if you don't got anything to add. Yeah, I don't. You sure? Yes. Okay, go to bed. <laughs> it's 3 p.m. on a Wednesday. <laughs> but go no, for real, go to bed. <laughs> <laughs>to watch these balls move. Fantastic. Let's move them around. Fantastic. And talk about how they moved and which way they went. Mm. Uh, good, 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 good. Uh, so, obviously, we have a ton to talk about. We got massive doubleheader last week. And then coming up, we've got the last game of the season on June 3rd. I think it's June 3rd. Mm. Saturday, June 3rd. Um, and we'll have some playoff talk. we got to talk about awards because I think this will probably be the last podcast before the captain's meeting where they vote on the things oh so at that point you are not going to want to talk about it because you're going to have knowledge yes it's very hard to do the podcast once the captain's meeting has happened and you know everything and you're just sitting in there in the room going "Mm -hmm, yeah interesting right uh but you can't give away who won what award so we have to we're talking about awards today i don't know a little bit we'll talk a little bit about awards maybe not go through all of them but i'll ask you who your favorites are for uh, many of the awards. Um, Sarah, doubleheader, twelve hours. Ten. We were out there like ten hours. Um, what do you got? What's your What's your takeaway? What's your uh, How you feeling? I don't want to play. Uh, <laughs> and it's days like like this last Saturday that make me go, man. Am I glad I'm not doing two softball games right now? It's so much fun to watch, though. Uh-huh. Why, why, uh, why don't you want to play? Like, what, what are you seeing that makes you not want to play? Just, you got to run around. Uh-huh. You're like, you got to be alert. Mm-hmm. The I movement. realize not everyone feels that way, that, that maybe <laughs> some people are not as alert as others. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah. It, well, there were a couple of teams who were playing back-to-back. Yeah. And I know that everyone has their own theories about that. And I heard a couple of them 
there's there's the theory of oh it's good to be back to back because you know you get in your stride and you want to keep it and they're like no it's good to have a break and like no but then your muscles freeze up like it, just everyone had like an explanation for why their particular scheduling led to the results of their games and it had nothing to do by the way with how well their team played it was all uh uh-huh. it was like uh you know like a zodiac a zodiac. You know, like a star sign. Oh, it's okay. Like, it wasn't about We me. have a break, therefore breaks are good. Yeah. The, we the, don't have a break, therefore breaks are good. The softball gods put the schedule together. It's out of my hands. And, and so fate decided that we would win one and lose one or whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say there also were a lot of injuries. It's catching up. I don't know if it's catching up. The, the season is catching up to people. But uh, Maddie left the game. Maddie Campbell left the game. I uh, didn't play the second game. Tim Warner was hobbling around. Groba was getting pinch runners. Um, Kiwi Luke on my team had to leave the game uh, with a leg injury. Hayesook got drilled by some, some... Some real asshole. Some real asshole in the leg and had to leave the game. Would you like to issue a public apology? Yes, I apologize. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have hit you with the ball. Um, yeah, it won't happen again. It won't happen again. That would be so fucked up if you hit her with a ball again. Oh my god! People were like, "You got a so vendetta bad. for this girl." I know you did. I could see it. I felt so language. bad because she she just dropped immediately. Like it hit her in the leg, and she just dropped immediately. And that to me was like that was the scariest thing. She didn't really take any more steps. It was just like no more running. Uh, and then obviously, as I'm watching, I'm worried that it's like you know hit a bone or something. Um, but I think it got her in the muscle, so hopefully she's okay and back in a couple weeks. But yeah, she's out, uh, or she was out. Um, so yeah, like the injuries starting to pile up a little bit too, kind of tough. I don't know if it's the length of the season or just, I don't know, I don't know what, you know. But yeah, this week there were there were quite a few. There were a lot. Um, anything else out there, Sarah, on, on the vibes, on the on the feelings out there? How'd you feel, how, how do you think the league is doing overall? What Great. Do you think? I think everyone's having a good time. I think every single person is having an excellent time. It's having the best possible time that they could possibly have in that moment. Uh, yeah, I had the thought as I was standing out there, I don't know, probably about 8 p.m. watching the game. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, man, when, when old age robs me of my memories, uh, I hope it leaves these. I hope it leaves the memory of these nights. Uh, I feel like I should be offended. No, yeah, you should a little, but... You know, my family's out there. I'm, I'm spending time with people that, that I just love being around. Uh, we're doing something fun together. It's just funny. I just had a great time. I love being out there. Uh, I love being out there on those long days. I love being out there on the short days. I just I love being out there. So um, I thought the, that one was a really good one. The games were interesting. The... <laughs> What? What? As compared to the previous doubleheader, is there any reason why you in particular <sighs> might have thought that last Saturday had that <laughs> DSL magic? Uh, you know what, Sarah? In official DSL header, doubleheaders over the last two years, I don't think we did doubleheaders the first year that I coached because there were eight teams. So I'm pretty sure we didn't do doubleheaders at that time. We may have, though. But definitely in the last two years, I'm 8-0 and o in the official doubleheaders. My team has won eight times and lost zero times in the oh, official Oh, because the last time you had two games, it wasn't official. Last week was You're not an not official doubleheader. That. that one doesn't count towards uh, the official doubleheader stats. 
But yeah, on the official doubleheader days, uh, I have a great time. Are you going to thank me for giving you the opening to point out that that wasn't a technical doubleheader and that you're 8-0 for doubleheaders? Oh, no, I was going to point that out. Uh, Don't worry, I was going to point that out. Um, But yeah, I think regardless wins and losses, it was just a fun night to be out there with everybody. Um, The bar was going good. I think, you know, Greener has done such a good job of like... uh, He really has like a, a carnival atmosphere i think in mind it's not just about the games and like making the games happen it's about like people in the stands having a good time like having enough drinks at the bar having a variety of drinks at the bar um and thinking about the whole picture of people's time up there i mean i think the the other people who've run the league have the same the same feeling but i think greener really he really does want everybody to have a good time like around the games as well as in the games so yeah definitely like Greener hats off to him in terms of just uh, making it run and making it fun. So he's doing a great job. That was beautiful. That was like you read a poem. <laughs> I wrote a poem. An ode. I wrote a poem. An ode. Um, but really, that's that's so much on Greener. You know, if I was in charge, that bar would be bare. That would be bare minimum bar. Be some water. Be some water and beer. Whatever you found rolling around in somebody's trunk. What kind of beer? I don't know. The cheapest kind of beer. Uh... So Greener really, you know, pushing to have that that bar be uh, as big as it is and uh, as varied as it is. So, yeah, fantastic. Um, You want to talk about the games? Are we ready to talk games? Uh, Sure. There's so many games. There's a lot of games. Six games. That's a great many games. A lot of runs. A lot of things happened. Wait, six? Six. Six games. Yeah, six. We got two basically two days the morning and then the afternoon let's start with the morning makes sense what was the first game 10 a.m dirt bags versus double trouble what are your memories what are your recollections of this one blue versus yellow i'm insulted that you feel like you have to name the <laughs> colors like i'm like i can't read or something <laughs> you can't read you can't you can't read color <laughs> Uh, what do you got in this? Uh, one? what do I got? What do I remember? Uh, I don't remember anything. Uh huh. Okay, good. Not a single thing. I remember Devillers yelling. Devillers was yelling. Yes. Yeah. Everybody that- looked really hot by the end. That's one of the things that I remember. They looked oh, super who's hot. Who's the hottest on that team? Who do you think is the hottest? DeVillers looked the hottest. Wow. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Zach thinks Devillers is the hottest. Devillers looked the hottest. Um. The dirtbags just continue to have the same problem. They just don't play a lot of defense, which is kind of nuts because, uh, you know, you look at their roster, they have some defenders. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. The analysis... The oh. analysis here is at a depth that I think is really, you know, uh, it, it could be professional sports level of depth that you're giving. I wanted to make a strong case in favor of their defense. <laughs> the only really strong name that I could see was Neil, Neil McHugh at first base. How rude. In terms of just How like looking at the list being like, which rude. of these people is one of the best outfielders or one of the best fielders on the on the field on any given day? Uh, Neil is really the guy who, who stands out to me. But he plays first base, so there's not a ton you can do over there. Have you seen Neil play first base? 
Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Do you know what I love? I love to look up at a at a a shortstop throwing the ball to first base and to see someone there who I go, oh, that guy is very consistent, very reliable. At first or base. girl, right? Whoever it yeah. is, right? That you just want to look up and go, because doesn't Brittany play first base? Yeah, Brittany plays a little first base. Uh, she's one of those as well. You just look up and you go, oh, whew, it's all going to be okay. Yeah. And, and if it's not okay, it isn't the first baseman's fault. Right. <laughs> Neil is like a huge safety blanket over there, too. You just get used Literally, to... Literally, he's very big. Yeah, he you can... get used to being able to throw the ball like nine feet high in the air and having somebody catch it. And then, like, when you have to switch that one inning where somebody shorter has to come in with with shorter arms, and you're just like, oh, you're not eight feet tall. You're not a wall. wall. Um, But, yeah, Dirtbags, they just keep struggling to – they keep struggling with the the defense. Um, Double Trouble just – they all had a good day. Quinn went four for four. Brittany went four for four. Derek, three for three. Tanya, three for three. Uh, Looks like Nicola went two for three. Jocelyn – Doslin was one for three with the ribby. Um, but just down the whole lineup, people are getting hits. Uh, Richard White, three for three. Um, Dirtbags just struggles to really like get the third out in an inning um, and finish an inning and kill rallies. But I got to say, Dirtbags can hit. They did hit again. They scored 14 runs. Sarah, I got a, another Shane Duan uh, fun fact. You're, you're, ready for the you're really into that guy. Shane Duan fun you, fact of the you week. You talk about his arms. You talk about his... <laughs> I had the weirdest interaction with him on nature uh, on Saturday. What happened? I asked him. What did I ask? Something dumb. Uh, it doesn't matter. Okay. Anyway, it ends with him going, "Oh, How mate." Tantalizing. He goes, "Oh, mate, I'm vegan," or something like that. Literally, he's like, "Nah, man, I'm I'm vegan." He's got a lamb skewer in his mouth, <laughs> and I'm like, "You're vegan?" I'm like, "Oh, that's cool. You're vegan." And he's like, "Yep." And he's just chewing on this lamb skewer. And then I'm like, "Okay, I'm an idiot." Was he making a joke? Yeah, he was making a joke because he's eating eating his meat while he's saying it. So I don't know. Um, okay, Shane. As I told you last week, Shane had a hitting streak going. That hitting streak is now he's 17 for his last 17. 17 at-bats in a row, he has gotten on base with a hit. No sack flies, no funny stuff. 17 at-bats in a row with a hit. Doesn't that mean he's batting 1,000? He's batting 1,000 over his last 17 at-bats. Oh, oh, I see. He has not gotten out since week three. He missed two games in that time as well. But it is impressive. He hasn't gotten out since early April was the last time anybody got Shane Duan out. Uh, so, 17 for 17. I wonder if there's a longer streak. I don't Just know. Just putting a target on his back. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go four for four, okay? I don't want to believe that I have power over anything in the podcast. You don't. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. 100% I do not. <laughs> Quit protesting and like, like, oh, I do. You don't. Good. Last week I talked about how, how great Greener was doing, and then he didn't have a great as great a week. And you're very rude today. <laughs> I'm very rude. <laughs> Dirtbags can't play defense. Greener didn't do great. Well, say something nice. All right. Uh, what can what can I say? Something. Who can I, I have say something to say while you, you go know, ahead, dig go ahead. yourself out of this hole. Go ahead. Uh, you know what I was thinking about? I overheard somebody. I think it was uh, Baby Berry. Uh, they were commenting on, I don't know what play they were commenting on, so don't ask me, but they were, he was, there was some hop that didn't go where he expected it to do in that, go in the outfield, I believe. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. 
And there's something that I've been meaning to say for some time because the field out at Hyojin is so beautiful yeah. and nice. Yeah. We don't talk about weird hops anymore. We used to talk about weird hops all the time because yeah. you would be at a field that had like horse track holes in it and just divots everywhere and shards of metal things could bounce off of. And so there would be situations where a ball would bounce in the outfield and it would make a 90 degree turn away from whoever it was. (laughs) And the people in the outfield are like, how could I possibly have prepared for that? It defied physics. So I just wanted to, I have wanted for a while to, um, to honor the the lack of talk about weird hops. It's funny because uh, there's kind of a nonchalance uh, in some of the older players who've been in the league a long time about the ball going through the net. Because the ball, the net out there is just shredded. Like, I swear he took the weed whacker to the net, the guy who runs the field. And then there's just holes in the net all throughout the outfield. You mean along the bottom? Along the bottom, in the mid, there's just holes everywhere in this mm-hmm. fence. It's a fence uh, designed to trap nothing. Well, I'll bet that 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 replacing that net is no small feat. Oh, of course not. He's looking, going like, how many years can I get away with this? Uh, of course, because why would you? Maddie says he's going to bring ties to to tie it. But there's there's a feeling of like kind of a nonchalance towards that from some of the old players, uh, where it's just like, yeah, there's holes in the nets because we used to play on such shitty fields, like legitimately like shit. We played in a floodplain. We played playoff games in a floodplain. And there was grass everywhere. There was six inches of grass on that whole field. And anything that wasn't grass was a rock, basically. We've played at places where people got stuck in porta potties. We played at places where people got stuck in porta potties. Luckily, not on the field, but the porta potties, not on the field. <laughs> we played at Samsung Auxiliary. There was a car parked on the field. A bongo truck parked on the field for the entirety of the day. <laughs> there was a number in the in the window of the thing, and they called him, and he said he was in Seoul. And we just played around his <laughs> truck all day. Um, we played at Yongnam, where where there would be like horse horses not running through the field exactly, but running through the outfield, where it was like a little bit of like a timeout of like our horse horse in the outfield. Where kid the soccer people's ball would come over <laughs> the into the outfield, our ball would go into their field. We played at Duryu, where people it was just a public park, and we we would take over the public park, and there were literally people that would just walk right through the field during the middle of the game, like just very casually if you hit a ball really deep into the outfield you might have a kid pick it up and throw it uh or something so we've just played in all these places where uh yeah you're not getting weird hops at hyojin anymore we've played in just uh, there are more there the list just goes on forever um in terms of the kind of crappy fields that we had to put up with for so many years uh and now we're at that yeah hyojin which is but I gotta say, the field at Hyojin Two is starting to starting to show its age. You didn't used to get weird hops, and now you're getting weird hops. I haven't seen any weird hops. The the band going out into the outfield around the kind of red and green where that place matches. Something is happening, and it's you're getting a bump. A bump is happening. I don't know if it's the water, the drainage, or something, but there's just it's not flat. Um, and then obviously the fences are are a big problem. A big problem. It's taking home runs away from people who deserve home runs. <laughs> I wonder who that could possibly have happened. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what our point is here, but Hyojin, much appreciated field. Um, 
it's weird because once we moved to Hyojin, the amount of runs went up. Despite the fact that like the defense has a better chance at the ball. I don't know. If you have any theories on why Hyojin, why we score more runs at Hyojin, I'd love to hear them. I'd love to hear them. Okay, Dirtbags lose to Double Trouble in Game 1. Close game, though, 16-14. to 14. Sarah, are you surprised by Double Trouble? No, they're the money ball team. They're the money ball team. That's what I call them in my head and now hmm, publicly on this podcast. Interesting. I don't know if that's They're like a ball. fantasy team come to life. Mm, I don't know. Did you read the book? <laughs> no, I didn't read the book. I did see the movie one time. Okay. Brad Pitt's in it, right? Yeah. I'm not 100% sure uh, that this you would call this a money ball team. I will stand by that claim okay. to my death. Okay. All right. Great. You take this uh, to your death. Um, <laughs> money but, ball is when you like use only the stats, right? That's yeah, like what it is, no, right? It's no. like when you, but you use like, it's more, oh, people, you, I'm going to explain it. I'm going <laughs> to explain it to you. And you tell me if I'm right. Don't interrupt me. You don't know that I'm wrong. The, uh, like, like, <laughs> you have a scenario where you've noticed that the higher your on-base percentage of first base is, the mm-hmm. more runs you get. So yeah. you're only focused then on, I just want people who get on first base. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Did I explain it well? Is that money balling? Yeah. Yeah, that's money balling. Uh, kind of. Yeah. There you go. So Tim decided to draft people who only hit singles. Is that the uh, because they get on base a lot? And I just have a lot of people on base. I do not pretend to be able to explain the minutia of uh, of what Warner's money balling. Well, I can tell you in this one they hit a ton of singles. Um, they hit a ton, uh, and they did win. Uh, yeah, I think that this was a good win for them. They're they're. Um, Oh, they're such an interesting team for the playoffs because I think Bergen and Brittany might be able to make games that come before 2 p.m. That is what I've heard. And then after 2 p.m. they have to leave. Or they can only make games. Yeah, so if you get a rematch of this game, Double Trouble might beat the Dirtbags and then go forward uh, and then have to play Los Drinkers, who look like they're going to take the, the first place in that in that division, without two of their players. So... I don't know. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I think that a uh, good win for them uh, for Double Trouble puts them ahead of Dirtbags. Poor Dirtbags, Sarah. How many games in a row do you think Dirtbags have lost? Have they been losing? They have been on a slide. They, uh, you know, I still think of that Yellow as a championship winning team, so I... When, when did Yellow win a championship? Last year? year before? No, Two a couple ago? years ago. Yeah, a couple years ago. But they weren't Yellow. Oh. They were like a green. Uh, no. Yeah, I believe Dirtbags have lost seven in a row. That's a lot in a row. That's a lot in a row. Yeah, they've really slid. Jose left, and then I don't know. They kind of, they kind of. Uh, they're they're taking their time to get it. They're taking get, their time to get it together. Yeah. But I still think that they're a dangerous team. I mean, hitting wise, they're unbelievable. Daniel Burke is leading the league in singles with like twenty five or twenty six. He has like twenty four hits or something which is like maybe third or fourth in the league um shane is as i said 17 for 17 they still have tomas who's hitting like 850 he did get out a couple times this week um, but he's hitting like 850 you have barry who's having a borderline mvp season um you have neil who 
who's hitting, I think, 800. You have Seacats hitting, hitting really well, crushing the ball all over the place. Um, you have DeVillers, who, who can go 4-for-4 four four with you know four doubles every single week. Um, so they have all these hitters on the team. They just can't seem to score enough runs to, to outpace their defense. Um, Seacats has an interesting question. He had an interesting question for Rookie of the Year. Do we give Rookie of the Year to like real, like real rookies to the game or to rookies to our league? Do you know the answer to that question? I think you've asked this question before in the past. Uh, I mean, it should be rookie in the league. Should be rookie in the league, yeah. And that's how we do it. I would love to have a Robin Seacats award, though. Or, you know what, you could actually also call it the Dan Burke award. Because last year, Dan Burke came into the league and he was new to softball as a sport. And he was very, very good. You could call it, um, what could you call it? We should come up with a cute name for that. The Burke Seacats. The Burke Cats. That's not cute. <laughs> the Seaburks. The no, that's dumb. Why would we name it those two? We got to name it like, you know, the New Balls. The Newbie, the newbie Award. Um, I don't know. Then, then we have to like do a lot of research on whether or not you've ever played ball before. Oh, but, God. Then you're going to get those people faking it. Those people. What is that sandbaggers. called? The Hustlers. Yeah, the Sandbaggers. The Hustlers. I never played before. And then we find out, you know, Division Two, college ball. Well, I never played softball. Um... So anyway, yeah, I think that if we had one of those awards, Seacats would be a, a good choice for it. He's really adapted to the game very quickly, just like Burke last year. Um, all right. So Dirtbags, they struggle in game one, and in game two, they kind of gave up. Uh, they didn't last very long in game two. Hitsters win game two 26-12. to 12. Um, Lots and lots and lots of offense by the Hitsters. I have to say, though, I was nervous for you. Yeah, really? There were, I mean, it, it, it's, you cannot look at any lead and go, this is over. Mm-hmm. Agreed. As what's his name said. Agreed. What, did, what was his name? Yogi Bear? Yogi Bear. <laughs> Yogi Bear said, well, it was like 10 to, shoot, I don't know. Hold on. Oh, Okay. It was ten to two at one point. <laughs> I thought I was gonna say I thought I was gonna say something very clever. At what point did you feel more confident and more safe in our lead? When the game was over. Was it when I hit the grand slam or was it at a different point? Did you hit a grand slam? <laughs> yes, I hit a grand slam. Uh, but I think at that point it was like ten to two. So um, yeah, but I did. Uh, who else was really good in this for the? Everyone was pretty good at hitting in this one for us. Um, Michael Barry with the one arm, four for four. He's really got his one arm figured out. He's got he's the one arm. Starting to figure down, his one arm out. Which I think hopefully he's going to go to two arms really soon. Um, Jesus, who's just been awesome, was three for four with a homer. Uh, Zach, I made Jesus laugh. Did you hear what I said to him? No, what you he say? He came up after Barry got on. Uh-huh. Barry did, did. Did Barry hit a home run? No. Did I make that up? No, you made. Barry that did up. like really well, and yeah. then Jesus comes up, and I said, Jesus, go ahead and use both your arms. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That was funny. Uh, Johan had a couple of home runs. Love when Johan's there and hitting the ball. Digger started hitting. Four for four from Digger. Um, Digger's shirt is tiny. He has a tiny shirt? Yeah. Yeah, he has a tiny shirt. Uh, Everybody did really well in this one. Um, Hyanna was two for three with two runs. Rick Cunningham was two for three with two runs. Uh, Everybody, everybody, everybody. When you score 25 runs or 26 runs, everybody gets to participate. Uh, da, 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 da. For the dirtbags, 
Shane Duan. <laughs> Star of the show over there. <laughs> um, but Barry had a nice game. Uh, Dalila had a good game. Um, but yeah, again, same thing. Just not enough defense. And then they kind of, they were super hot and just kind of done. We went to four pitches. We haven't done the mercy rule four pitches. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah. We instituted it last year as just a way to like speed games up. Because a lot of times when the games get long is when they get, when the score is just crazy. When one one team just cannot stop the other team. Like, kind of like in a game like this, that's when we have to speed the games up. Because they just go two hours, two and a half hours. It's kind of the Corey Baker rule. Why is it the Corey Baker rule? Because when he was coach, this is what would happen. Oh. <laughs> and then you'd, you'd have a game that was going along, you know, okay, but then all these crazy long innings would start and then you'd have to you'd just be like, we got to speed this up somehow. Um, so yeah, we did that for the first time this season, I think. So the, uh, at a, what is the... It's like if you're up by 10 after five runs, then both teams go to four pitches, mm-hmm. I think. Um, just to kind of move things along and get them going quicker. Um, so yeah, great win for the Hitsters. Again, uh, just awesome all around. Good defense as well. We only gave up 12 runs. So the Hitsters were trying to get that defense to lock in. Um, man, Jesus is just an unbelievable shortstop. I got Rick Cunningham playing first a lot this year. Rick is decent, not a ton of range. Jesus, when Jesus throws the ball, Rick Cunningham puts his glove up and Jesus throws it directly into his glove. Rick never has to move his glove. He just puts it up and then hits the glove every time. It's, it's really nice to watch. Uh, as you said, you have relief when you know that a first baseman is going to catch the ball. You also have relief when you know your shortstop is going to throw the ball where a person can catch it. I mean, most of the time, that's the, that's the case. Most of the time? Well, no, not most of the time. Not most of the time. When I was playing short, balls just, you it know, could go up, anywhere. down, left, right. Just don't know where it's going. No one knows where it's going. Kyle was maybe the, maybe the most famous for that. Oh? If you played first base when Kyle was playing short, you just, you just clench and just, oh, God, what, what's going to happen? Clench what? <laughs> Anything. <laughs> uh, what's going to happen? Because Kyle would just throw it. Uh, he'd just launch it. Um, okay, next game, 2 p.m. game. Double trouble versus Hitsters. Hitsters win this one 18-8. to 8, So the Hitsters kind of make quick work here of, of double trouble. Um, you got any notes on this one, Sarah? Second game of the day? Uh, no, I would like to, uh, never mind. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. Nothing. I can't remember. Okay. Um, yeah, this one was, uh, this should have been probably, uh, even, even bigger. 18 to 3, probably. We gave up five runs. Jesus left the field in the sixth inning. I took over at shortstop. We gave up five runs. And then everything went downhill. Everything went to crap. Um, and we gave up five runs in that one. So, yeah, my defense in that one was extremely good. Infield defense was great. Outfield defense was good again. Hitsters clicking. Hitsters rolling. Uh, so it's nice to see. Um, man, do I have anything else in this one? No. We just... All right, great. Let's move on. Went out there. Did business. Okay. Okay, now we get into the interesting. The round-robin tournament with the three hottest teams in the league which I said was going to be fantastic, amazing. And Sarah, it was. What was? <laughs> the three night games <laughs> for the doubleheader. You watched these? Kind of. Okay, good. Did you enjoy them? Yeah. 
You have to tell me who played. I don't remember. First game. Weekend Warriors versus Good Times. Weekend Warriors versus Good Times. Good Times win 18 to 17. Oh, this was the one where at the end, Weekend Warriors was up by four. Mm-hmm. And they made five runs. Did how much was Weekend Warrior in the top of the seventh? Weekend Warriors was up by how many? Let's see. They had seventeen. They scored seven in their seventh inning. So they went up and they scored seven, and then to, and they were winning, and they just had to get three outs. They were winning by uh, three runs. They needed to get three outs. But Chuck, Shalini, Nico, Ali, Schneider, Veronica, and Ronnie. All came through, and they scored four runs, and they walked them off on a Ronnie. Wow. Ronnie single. Yeah, they were only able to get one out on a on a Schneider sack fly. Um, so Weekend Warriors just couldn't couldn't finish it. But they scored seven to go up in the seventh inning. So um, good game by them. It was a bummer. Maddie went down with an injury in this one. So that was obviously a bummer. Uh, and then the ending was a little anticlimactic. I think uh, Ronnie hit a ball in the infield and then somebody threw it out of play and they like just awarded the runner at second base and third base home something like that and then that was it that was the game over so not like like one of those ones where you're like is, is the game over is this it did mm. we is it finished mm. and everyone's just kind of standing around staring um but in this game lots of good games chuck had a good game uh three doubles just continues to be awesome nico was four for four uh, Allie, four for four. Fantastic for her again. Um, yeah, lots of good performances. And like I said, Ronnie with the walk off. I think he got hit of the week. I thought Allie wasn't there. Wait a minute. What? Whose name is this? Oh, is it not Allie? No, Allie wasn't there. Allie wasn't there. What? Whose name is A F? Aaron. Is it? A-A? Oh, it's A A. Adelsman was four for four. Oh, Allie wasn't there. Allie wasn't there. Well. The integrity and the consistency of this podcast has just dropped in everyone's mind. I knew she wasn't there. Well, I didn't for some reason. I knew she wasn't there. Um, Adelsman, four for four. Way to go, Adelsman. Nice job. Uh, Get a B in your name, why don't you? Uh, And also making his uh, DSL debut, Robert, for the Weekend Warriors. The shortstop shortstop outfielder. Manny doesn't know exactly where he's going to be. But a new guy. He's been here two months in Korea, and he's joined the league. Um, he was crushing the ball. We're waiting at the airport now. We're grabbing them as they get off we, the plane. We get them at the airport. We put a little thing up at the airport in Seoul. Said, if you're going to Daegu, come on, join the league. I was standing there with uh, Paul Whitaker, and we were talking about that. Because uh, this, you know, this kid, the kid, you know, he's a big kid. Uh, but how he, old is he? I don't know how old he is. He's probably like 25 40. or 27, <laughs> 40. Um, but he got it two months. He's in the league. And Whitaker was like, that's what happened to me 14 years ago. I've been here a month and a half. Boom. Wow. Uh, 14 years later, I'm still playing. So, you know, maybe uh, maybe Robert's a uh, uh, future uh, commissioner of the league. I don't know. 10 years down the line. Who knows? You never know where your life's going to lead. Uh, but he looked pretty good. He looked good. He was replacing Freiburger, who was also there, and seemed to be having a great time. Bummer that Freiburger couldn't play uh, if he was going to be around for that. So... Uh, but anyway, he did. He, uh, you know, it was great having Freiburger. It was good having Robert. Um, Claude Felter still in the wind. Claude Felting. Claude Felting somewhere else. Claude Felting for others, not for us. Uh, and that makes it tough. 
For the Warriors, Sarah, I said this to him at the at the park, but I'm going to say it here on the podcast. Most unassuming superstar in the league, Chris Canella. Yeah. Putting up superstar numbers this year. You know why? It's because he's so covered. <laughs> so covered. You can't tell who he is. He's got his, you know, long sleeves. He's got the pants under the shorts. He's got the glasses, the hat. Does uh, he wear a mask? Sometimes he wears a mask, I yeah. mean, he's basically a mystery man. Uh, he's a mystery man. So he goes two doubles, a triple, and a single. A bunch of RBIs, a bunch of runs um, in that one. So he was good. Uh, Katie Specht again, another great day. Did you see Katie swinging in the second game? Uh, sorry, I just... No. Mm. No, you didn't see. No. Uh, Katie switched to... She's a lefty, and she was doing this kind of running, running, slicing swing. I think she was trying to hit it down towards the third baseman. Um, and it was Ichiro. You remember Ichiro? The Japanese guy on the Mariners? Yeah, exactly. He, had he this, was there? He, uh, in the form of Katie. He reincarnated <laughs> himself in, in Katie. Uh, yeah, this like kind of running swing where you slap the ball down the third baseline. Um... She kind of had it working, but the thing that she was doing was she had two that just dropped in the dirt and stopped. I like did see that. Like a foot from the plate. Yeah. So in some ways, the perfect hit. I don't think that was what she was trying to do. Yeah, it was kind of weird because it felt like she swung. She swung quite hard. And hit the ball. Yeah, but just didn't get a ton of it, and then she just kind of... Oh, she like sliced over the top of she it. She sliced over the top of it, just enough contact to call it a hit and move it about a foot into... I don't think that's what Ichiro did. He'd have been happy doing that, though. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, you you know, know, I was in. I was living in Japan when he broke the record for most hits in the MLB. Was it cool? What'd you do? What did I do? I yeah, was like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> I was probably at a bar. You know, I was probably drunk. <laughs> That's probably right. What else? Weekend Warriors. Blake looking really good. Really, really tough out now. Blake Trinsky. Um, getting a ton of RBIs, hitting the ball all over the place. Uh, so good to see him. Way to hit the ball that. all over the place, Way to hit Blake. the ball all over the place, Blake. Good if for you, If you can man. do that, you got a long career of, uh, you might have a of RBIs year, ahead of you. You might have a 14-year career ahead of you in the DSL. Something to really look forward to. <laughs> I wonder how many of these guys, uh, none of them expected to be playing in the DSL for 10 years, 12 years, 14 years. When... You think of, you know, the founders of the league, not all of whom I've met. I've only met a couple of them. There's only one I haven't met. But anyway, you don't think, ah, here's a group of people who will put together an institution with real longevity. (laughs) These three guys are going to do something for 20 years. (laughs) And yet, here we are. Here we are. Uh, Here we are in year 17, right? Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've been doing this. I think this is my 10th season. Did I expect to do this for 10 seasons? No. Am I glad I got the opportunity? Extremely. Extremely glad. Uh, Okay, what else do I want to talk about here? Next game. Good times. Los Drinkers. 11 to 8. The Los... The Los Drinkers. No. Los Drinkers win. 11 to 8. Wow. Upset. Would you say? Uh, Didn't they beat them before? They did beat them before. This is the second time in a row they've beat them. Have they played them more than two times? No, just two times. So Good Times has never beat... Good Times has never beat Los, Los drinkers. drinkers. And I know that Good Times has never beat Los Drinkers. 
ever. What? What? Going back last year, because there was a low drinkers and a good time team last year. Ah. Low drinkers beat good times every single time last year as okay. well. Okay. So it's like a five game streak, I think, that low drinkers have beat good times. You know, it's like a kind of a metaphorical battle, because good times are like you have good times because you are an L drinker uh-huh. like you are a, dr- a drinker uh-huh. but those drinkers are like more committed because they're not they don't care good times bad times I don't care what kind of times we have we're just here to drink we're not here for the you know what I mean I and so it's an ideological battle I don't care what kind of times we have it's an ideological battle we're here for good times no we're if here the, to drink the good times weren't so concerned about good times and we're just more ah oh, fantastic fantastic <laughs> Uh, this was such a weird one because good times just looked incredibly flat. They just they looked as flat as they've looked all season. They just could not get any juice uh, going. At one point in the sixth inning, well, okay, going into the sixth inning. So after five innings, good times had eight hits. That is not good. That's that's low. You would say. At least one, I'm looking, at least one of those was a fielder's choice. So two of them were fielder's choices. So six legit hits through four innings. Um, They just weren't hitting the ball well. They weren't, I don't know. uh, They just looked really, really flat. Um, At one point in the sixth inning, Chuck Chuck drove a ball into the outfield, and then Chuck was just like, I'm getting a home run. I'm going to try to do something for this team. You could just see it. He just screaming around the bases. Uh, and it was one of those plays where it was like, whoa, this is like a, a a leadership home run of like, we can fucking do this. Get your heads on. Let's go. Um, where I'm going to show you how what this looks like when you want to win. When you want to win a game, this is what this looks like. Uh, and so in the sixth inning, Chuck had that home run where he just basically races around the bases. Um, but it really just wasn't enough to get him going. Now, I've been told this was actually 11-9. to nine. That good time scored nine runs, and there was a problem with the scoring. Um, so that's something interesting. It doesn't really, I don't think it had too much effect on the game, but kind of interesting. What does the score sheet say it was? The score sheet says eight, but there was a run that was missed. There was like a disputed run during the game. The scorekeeper was confident in their scorekeeping. And then Greener went back and watched the video afterwards, and there, there had been a mistake. Mm-hmm. So... Keep track, I guess. I don't know. Um, but also, those drinkers look really good. They've won five games in a row. Their defense is clicking. To hold good times to eight runs is pretty good. you got to be playing some good defense. Um, Ruben's been playing really well. Ryan had a good game. Uh, Groba, in the couple games, he was pretty good. Um, you know, Eddie is a decent outfielder out there. They have a lot of defenders out there. Greg uh, Grenier looked really good at first base. I I wanted to talk about Eddie. Yeah? (laughs) Yes, because if I were giving out uh, awards for most clever, unique, entertaining cheering Uh slash, what is that? Like pumping up your team, whatever. Eddie is... Eddie's entertaining? He he should get like an... He's like Academy Award level... Because he just sounds... I, I've watched him. He's like 
sounds so like like really believes in that moment and then within like a millisecond of him cheering he's just like yeah hey what are you doing <laughs> like he it's just like but his his enthusiasm is unparalleled i he's, would say he's able to turn it on and off um and the other person i would i would uh mention in this fake award i just made up uh would be delila because what she says is just freaking hilarious the things that she yells at yes delila is very good at right all there. the people the people on the other team the people on her team just 100 percent of it is uh is entertaining so i like i enjoy those two their cheering personas uh, they're very funny eddie's a eddie's a funny dude uh i really like him i'm glad he's around um, Ruben continues to kind of edge his way into the MVP consideration, Sarah. He was two for three with uh, another home run in this one and four RBIs. He's just stacking up the RBIs. I think he leads the league uh, by kind of a lot at this point. You guys fight about that? Fight about what? Who should be the MVP? Oh, my God. This, this year is going to be a tough one. This year is going to be tough. <laughs> I gotta talk about this because I talked about it with Greener. I talked about it with Greener last week, and now if that if I did that, then I gotta talk about it too. There's a player. In the league. I don't know how to talk about it. I am having a borderline MVP season for the first time in my life. I've had nine good seasons. I've had nine good seasons where where the season was a good season at the end, and you're like, all right, that was pretty good. I have never had a great season. This is a great. I'm having a great season. Uh, we're nine weeks in and I'm leading the league in total bases. That has never, I don't ever lead the league in total bases, ever. I'm leading the league in total bases. Um, I'm leading the league, I think, in hits. I'm tied for the league in hits. I'm leading the league in runs. I'm basically second or tied for first with Maddie in batting average, if you don't count Claude Felter, because he's only played five games or whatever. Uh, so I'm, I'm there in batting average. Um... The other people that I think are, are likely to be nominated for the MVP are Greener, the, the coach. I think Chuck will be nominated for, for MVP. He's probably, if I, had to, if I had to put money on it, you said you need to put your entire life savings on this right now, I'd probably pick Chuck um, because he's leading in like the on-base plus slugging. So when you put those two together, it's sort of the, the combination of all of your offensive output. Plus, he's a really good defender. Um, but I would say that, I would say Matt Campbell is really close. He missed that game. Had he not missed that game, I think he'd be even closer. And then Ruben probably has some case. And then if you're going to look really heavy towards defense, you might consider Rodgers and Bergen as well. Um, so you have five or six names, I think, that are really close to that, that MVP. And at least three or four of them are going to be in the room uh, mm. debating this thing and like how hard do you want to go for yourself what if you're the only person that's, that nominates yourself which I think in my case that might be <laughs> um, like what do you want to do uh, who do you want to be in that In that, does the vote um, have to be unanimous or is it just no, majority we do like a ranked voting Oh, which has created tons of controversy over the years because you'll have like a clear cut one and two and then sometimes the third place will win because of the ranked voting. How progressive rank choice voting in the... In the <laughs> We're ahead of the times. They've done it that way for as long as I can remember. Um, 
So I'm really looking forward to, I'm looking forward to the last weekend. I go, we got one more game to talk about, but I'm really looking forward to the last weekend because Greener, Chuck, and I are probably, I would think, I would argue, the top three in the MVP. Um, and who do we play? The Hitsters play good times. Wow, what so time? That, 2 p.m., I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's the middle game. So that game, the Hitsters and Good Time are tied in the standings. So the winner will be the winner of the division to get the bye in the finals. And then, in addition, the, the three MVP candidates who are like statistically close to the point where there's like, like almost no difference between the three of us um, are all playing in that game as well. And at this point, if you get out one time you're likely to, to have a hard time winning the MVP, unless your other three bats are, are crazy. Um, so anyway, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't want to make this podcast about me, but too late. I've never made, I've never won uh, any kind of award. I, I have a gold glove at second base from like five years ago. That is the only thing I've ever won. Um, does that bother me? <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I'm really, really looking forward to next week. I love the idea that there's like a showdown. Um, I like it when there's games that are meaningful at the end of the season. You want to have a meaningful game. And then this one to me has like that extra meaning of like within the game, you have to watch which players are doing really well as well. Um, but let's go back to the drinkers. I want to give the drinkers their due. Lowest drinkers deserve their due. They talk the most shit of any team in the league. They win a couple games. All of a sudden, bah, 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 here's a drinker. Bah, 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 bah. What about the drinkers? <laughs> all over the couple of two-run victories. And they're just... uh, but the drinkers did win the second game. Lowest drinkers won the second game as well. 15-13 to 13 over Weekend Warriors. So Weekend Warriors dropped two in this one. They dropped to third place in our division. And Hitsters and Good Times are now tied at the top of that division. Lowest Drinkers firmly in charge of their own division, I think. I think there's like a small chance they could drop. Yeah, the Drinkers are five and four. Double Trouble is four and five. Okay, but like who cares? Who cares? Like why does it matter if Sarah, you're... It's one of the most important things on earth to win a division in the DSL. <laughs> I'll bet Literally, a lot. I'll put, bet. It on a he- put it on your headstone. I'm going to bet a lot of people in the DSL don't know that there are divisions. There are two divisions. The cast division and the height division. Boy, I should have had this conversation about six weeks ago. <laughs> uh, but what does it mean? Okay, to win your division, what does it mean? It means that you get to skip the first game on championship day. So the second and third place teams have to play each other for the right, for the privilege, to play you, the one seed. So... The teams in the championship game mm-hmm. are one from each division? One from each division in the championship game. That's right. Huh. Yes. So if you're a two or a three seed and you want to win the championship, you have to win three games. You have to win the first game against the other lowly seed. Then you have to win against the one seed. And then you have to win against the team from that other division. Winning two games is hard. Winning three games is really, really, really hard. It's rare that that happens, that you win three games. Has it ever happened? The Dirtbags won three games a couple years ago. Um, but other than that, off the top of my head, I can't remember a time where a team won three games to, to win the championship. It's just hard. 
It's super hot, right? It'll be the middle of June. It's going to be a million degrees out there. Your team's just beat by the end. Um, so, anyway, so that game is really important. The low, stri- low strikers have a really good chance of winning their division. They are now 5-4. and four. Double Trouble is 4-5. and five. Um, So Double Trouble will have to win and Drinkers will have to lose, which I just don't know that both of those things are going to happen. Who... Are we done talking about the doubleheader? No, because I want to. I do want to give them their give them their due, give them their flowers um, for game six. Uh, Ruben again just went crazy. He's he's. Uh, it's not fair to say somebody's carrying their team when when everybody's contributing, but he did go three for four with six RBIs. Uh, and uh, no, because if you don't have enough players, you forfeit. Yeah, and he hit for the cycle: homer, triple, double, single. Oh. Clean cycle. His first at bat single, second at bat double, third at bat triple, fourth at bat homer. That's called a clean cycle. I don't know what you call it. There's some some word for it. I don't know. Natural in, cycle. In in order. In order. In, cycle. I know how to count. Order cycle. cycle. I don't know. Um, Groba was also solid in this one. Three doubles. Groba looking good. Somebody gave him some good advice a couple weeks ago. Somebody got in his ear and said, "Groba, use the whole field, buddy. Quit trying to yank the ball down the line as hard as you can. Use the whole field." Was it you? It was me. <laughs> returned him, returned him to form. He's he's Grove is an eight hundred hitter, and he was hitting four hundred. So, but for you, I should have kept my mouth shut. He'd still be hitting four hundred, pulling yeah. the ball to the third baseman every shut time. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this team again. I don't want to harp on Ruben too much, but this team is so tough. This their lineup got small. They got down to eleven after Green Thumb had to leave. Had to, had to leave the game. And then Ruben is getting up four times in six innings. Uh, and it's just, it's just, he's hitting so well. There have been seasons where he doesn't do quite this well. He's, he's just killing it this year. But in front of him, uh, Rogers also setting the table pretty good. Uh, three for four. Is this Quinton? Quinton two? Quinton two was four for four. Uh, Eddie was four for four. You really, really have to stop those people in front. And Sarah, Olivia, I believe was something like six for seven. On the day. Diamond of the season. Diamond of the season. Absolutely diamond of the season. No player has ever caused as much consternation from defenses and coaches and as Olivia. I think that that's true. Olivia is a, just a fascination. You're trying... Everybody... Every coach is trying to scheme to stop her. But you can't. They can't do it. It doesn't matter what you do. Greener was racing in... He was playing short and he was charging the ball harder than anybody I've seen. But in order to get her out... You have to be able to run from your position at shortstop to the first base line. <laughs> like, she she drives the ball down the first base line, like, to the line, and then flip the ball before she gets there, and she's also very, very quick. Um, so, yeah, just uh, confounding defenses at this point, uh, Olivia is. So, fantastic for her. You know, Sarah, the thing about drinkers is their, their supporting cast is really, they're just too lovable. They are, there's something quite lovable about, I mean, of course I love Penny. Uh-huh. Uh, who's, yeah. who's, who's, back of her shirt says Pina Colada, which I would not have guessed that. That wouldn't have been, I guess. Uh-huh. We should call her Penny Colada. Penny Colada. Uh, and yeah, the, I mean, as I already said, love Eddie. Um, Olivia is hilarious. Yeah. Like. Every time she talks to me, she says something funny. Uh, intentionally, I'm not laughing at her. Right. She's like, she is a funny person. Right. Um, 
Also so, yeah. on that team. LV is on that team. I mean, what's not to love about LV? LV, who I overheard trying to wrestle up a whole defensive stats thing, which is just like... Oh, yeah. I mean, LV is just naturally a doer of things. Yeah. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. And I see other people do things, and I'm like, wow, that person must have a lot of energy. Um, so huge amounts of respect for... She puts together the ladies' stats. Yeah. Um, she also is uh, fundamental to driving the uh, ladies' chat. If you're a lady listening to this podcast and you're not in the ladies' chat, uh, message LV on Facebook and she'll add you to it. But I'm pretty sure she's on that and got everyone in there. Uh, Quentin also on that team is just kind of a funny dude. Just like he gets up to bat, bat, he just has this huge smile on his face. He like looks at everybody behind him. He's like, I think I'm gonna hit a home run here, guys, or something like that. And then just goes up and swings as hard as he can. Um, so he's just kind. Of, he was just kind of a funny dude this weekend. So yeah, um, and Rusta is on that team as well, and she's also very likable. Uh, so you know, I don't know how much I want to go down that path. Rishta um, really hits the ball. Yeah, she crushes the ball. And it, it makes a crack comparable to any any of the male players in yeah. the DSL. It's very impressive. Absolutely. Off the bat, you're just like, whoa. And then just last, all you can see is just hair. This brings me to my next question, now that we've kind of talked about these, these two games. Um, and uh, I don't know, Warriors, they had a chance to beat them, but same thing. The, the drinkers just somehow, they kind of lull you to sleep, and then they, they knock you out. Um, so, drinkers win that one. And now I want to talk about the female MVP, Sarah. I got three names for you. Can you guess what they are? Uh, there may be more I'm forgetting, but I really think these three are really the three that it's that it's going to come down to. Katie? Uh, no, Katie's a rookie. I think Katie's probably got a really good shot at rookie of the year. Oh, okay. Uh, why don't you just tell me? Oh, come on. You don't want to guess? Olivia? Also a rookie. Probably a great shot at rookie of the year. No, my only na- I'm only naming rookies. Yeah. Well, you died. No All right, I'll give it to you. <laughs> uh, I got three. Ali, Rusta, and Brittany. Mm. Ali, Rusta, and Brittany. Yeah. Didn't Ali win it last year? She won co-rookie of the year because she was a rookie last year. Brittany won it last year. So do we get a repeat from Brittany um, or not? You don't know any of the stats. You don't know anything, basically. Your brain is just empty. You just have these three names and your kind of perception of them. Do you got any... any uh, well, you know, because Allie is on Good Times, who's in your division, I have seen more of her games. Oh, okay. Than Rishta's games. Okay. Uh, so I just have a lot of uh, memories of Allie, because it's, it's not just that Allie hits the ball hard. Yeah. And gets on base. Right. She really knows what's what to do once she's there. Yeah, she's a good base runner. <laughs> uh, so uh, she gets she gets all the way around. Yep. Um, uh, where does she play in the? She's played all over. She's played. She's played a couple of innings at short. She's played. Um, I want to say she's played some second. I could be wrong. Um, she's played in the outfield. Uh, but she's played all over. Um, Rusta has been primarily an outfielder, and then Brittany has been also kind of everywhere. Tim's team. A lot of people play in a lot of different places. But Brittany's made plays in the outfield and um, at first base as well. Yeah, I feel like Brittany's one of those players where. You can't quite tell who she is when she's in the outfield, and then something cool happens. She's like, "Who was that?" And like, the answer is often Brittany. <laughs> yes. Um, you want some stats? You want what, what? What? What do you think? How are you gonna make this decision? Uh, yeah. How am I gonna make this decision? Yeah. How are you gonna make this choice? Uh, I am going to. What is the stat that would tip you over? What is the thing that would say 
okay. That is the stat I love and trust the most. The I'm going to say that I would make it a triple award and give it to all three of them. Wow. Wow. Since I I'm in that. charge in this scenario. I love that. That's so nice. <laughs> there are a couple of things that will come up that, that are going to... I don't know. Affect all the awards. Ali only played, so far she's only played in six games. Rooster's only played in six games. Um, and Brittany's only played in seven. Now, Brittany and Rooster, they were also participants in the forfeit game. So when it comes to talking about awards, how do we deal with a game that has missed? And then is a forfeit game any different from just you missed it? Because Double Trouble and, and Los Drinkers are only going to get to nine games. Yeah, I don't know. That's for you guys to bicker about. That's part of the thing that like is not going to be fun to discuss. Um, yeah, so we don't need to be a part of that. That's on you. That's not going to be super fun to to discuss. Like, how much do you weigh? Like, Chuck, Chuck has very similar numbers to Greener and I, but he's played in one less game. Does that make him better than us? Probably. <laughs> but he didn't play another game. Like, then you're playing like, what if? Like, what if he'd have been there? Um, so I don't know. I you don't should know. just add their average. Should you? I don't know. <laughs> I, why did I even say anything? I don't want I'm not anything going to say. There. I don't want to be involved. I don't want to be involved. And anyway, nobody, nobody wants to be involved. Um, I really... If you just... I think if you just go on perception, you'd give it to Allie because of the things that you're saying. Like, she's just... The perception of her out there is that she's, like, impacting the game. She's She hits the ball hard and, and deep. She's got home runs. She's got extra base hits. Uh, and she's so fast. Yeah. Um, Brittany has... Brittany's hitting 815 and Allie's hitting 684. So Brittany has a much higher batting average, but Brittany doesn't, in my mind, have the same number of like impact moments um, in terms of on the field the way that Allie does. So I don't know. That's one, again, one of those things to debate. Is it like stats or is it just sort of like feeling um, on who you think is the MVP? Uh, Do you guys talk about your feelings a lot? Yes, it comes down to one grown man's feeling versus another grown man's feelings. Are you in touch? Is everyone in touch with them? No, many people are not in touch with their feelings. They don't care to look at their feelings. And when you ask them to look at their feelings, they get upset, they get offended, and then their whole night is ruined. You also got to think about how your hormones are affecting you. You know, what time of the day it is. You know, men are on a 24-hour hormone cycle. Did you know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know well, that. Well, so you got to think about these I things. I didn't know that. It's going to be such a different meeting this year because Jones and Kyler are not there. Jones, Jones's passion for the league was incredible. Very few people uh, as passionate as Jones was about the league. But his debating style could be frustrating. Because if you disagreed with him, he would bring like stats and then he would read the stats off. And then if you disagreed with him and said, no, I think actually this person is better. He would literally like look at you and just be like, you're, you're a fucking idiot. Like your ability <laughs> to logically think through a problem is, is deficient. You are like a deficient human being. Like that's how it would go with him. So you, so you guys are not in touch with your feelings, but you're very emotional. And it would go all night. You let like, your he feelings drop it. Really he would, he would like, you'd be at the like second catcher gold glove and you'd make some point. You'd be like, oh, but how come that doesn't apply to what's your name in this, in this category? And you're just like, man, we're just so. And then, of course, you can't help but poke him. You can't help but disagree with him just to rile him you up. You can't. That's uh, a very Zach thing to do. Can't help it because you know he's going to go off. Um, 
So he will be greatly, greatly missed in the meeting because of the passion that he, he brought to those meetings. And also just the like deep stat knowledge he would bring as well. Ah, ah man. So I miss him. I miss that, I miss that he's, he's not going to be there because he was fun. Um, all right. Good. We talked about MVPs. We talked a little bit about Ladies Rookie of the Year. We got Katie and Olivia, I think, for Ladies Rookie of the Year. That'll be an interesting conversation as well. Um, like I said, no player has caused as much consternation as Olivia. But and then thinking about impact in the games, Katie, to me, has probably more more of those like moments that kind of pop in your head where she hit the ball hard or she, she made a play at second base. She made quite a few plays at second base this year um, as well. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Sarah, do you want to talk about any of the other awards? We don't have to talk about them all, but are there any awards that you, you think we should definitely, you want to like chip in and say, hey, this is, this is it. This is the award. Uh, there is a League Contributor Award. League Contributor Award, yeah. Uh, to me, it seems really obvious who should get that. Really? Yeah. Let us know. Tell us. Because some of these awards, they're, they're tough for us to get all the names, right? Um, and we want to get as many names as possible in the discussion. So what do you got? I mean, I would say Elvi. Elvi. Because of all of the extra stuff she does to help make sure people feel included. Mm. Um, there are a lot of things that Elvi does that are not, you know, quantifiable in the way that a lot of other things are, right? You can yeah. say someone did X, Y, and Z, but LV just, she learns everyone's name. She brings everyone in. She, you know. Um, yeah. Having that group uh, with the women in it, having the brunch, inviting all the women to the yep. brunch. Yep. If you want to be included, you are included. Yep. That's, that's really, 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 really big, right? So the stickiness of the league, the league needs to be sticky. We're going to lose so many people just through natural attrition. Yeah, and you, the guys can be real dicks. Mm. Uh, and yeah. so <laughs> I think it's easy for you guys to forget what dicks you are. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, what, regardless of whether or not you're aware, um, it's, uh, there's a real, um, there are real good lady vibes <laughs> this. I mean, there always are. Uh -huh. Um, but I think that, uh, I don't know. It, it feels real. It feels real good. Um, this season. So, That's awesome. That's... And I, I think a huge part of that is uh, LB, LB is just deeply committed to inclusivity. and, and... That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's, that's such a good, um, uh, a good name. And there's, just, good there's nobody in the room with the coaches who's also in the lady chat. Yeah. Which is, you know, right. arguably an issue. Uh, but um, anyway, so that is my, that is my pitch for that for that award that's a good one i love that um the other award we have is like sportsmanship of the war it's the jo yantorn award which is kind of a uh ironic award because jo was not the most sportsman-y um uh, but yeah like the best teammate best sportsman person you want to play with person who's got the the good vibes that that how is it different from the dan lacy award dan lacy's drinking buddy so Dan Lacey is like the person that you want to drink with and have beers with. You're Shaban, Aaron Murphy, uh, Hebs. Um, you're Dan Lacey's. You're Dan Lacey's. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, the Drinking Buddy Award might be the most sought after award in yeah. the league. Even more than the, the big ones, the MVP or anything. 
Uh, okay, so, but I just I I'm still not fully grasping the difference between the jail. I think award like and Tim the... Warner won the jail award. Oh, okay. Tim Warner's okay. not winning Dan Lacey. You know what uh, I mean? Like he's nice to have a beer with, but you don't want you don't want Dan Lacey. He's with Tim not Warner. known for his wild. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Partying. Right. Persona. You're gonna be like Tim, shotgun the beer, and then what? And he'll what? be like, you know, hold on, I gotta get it open first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in, in terms of being your teammate and, and helping the league and being friendly and all that, Tim Warner is the guy for that. Um, so what do you got? You got anybody for either of those, uh, the Yantorn or the Dan Lacey Award? Oh man, I don't know. I didn't even know that the I forgot about. I didn't know about that Jo Award. Okay. Um, is that new? <laughs> uh, yeah, relatively new. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not on a team and I don't drink, so I'm like the worst person to ask. Fantastic. Well, I'll give you a name that might work for both, Sarah. And that's Chuck. Yeah, uh, I think that, that Chuck is... Chuck is is the male Elvi. Oh, yeah? In a lot of ways. Like, he really wants people... He He, he wants people to feel included in a sporty way. Mm. Right? Like, he wants to make sure... He wants to help people hit well. He wants to help people know what they're supposed to be doing. He... Yeah. So, he's like the the sport version of the... That's super interesting. That's yeah. a really good point. Yeah. But he is, without a doubt, maybe one of the nicest people. Like, that team, that good times team, if you were just giving points for, like, nicest people on earth, they yeah. have two of them. And so, they're, you cannot compete with that team for... It would be tough to beat them. Yeah. In terms of niceness. Yeah. Um, and then also, the intersection also of the, the Dan Lacey, you know? I, I think that if you voted for Chuck for Dan Lacey as well, I think you nobody would be that mad, other than the people that didn't win who wanted to win. Yeah, they're um, known for fuming about, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think uh, I think Chuck could win either of those words. Um, I don't know. There's probably a million other names I should mention in terms of just people that you want to be around and nice people. Uh, but Chuck is the one that just jumps out to me the most um, for that award. But the Dan Lacey will be an interesting one. Uh, it's always exciting to see who wins. People just people love that award. They want to win that award. Um, so, you know, good luck. Good luck. You got one more weekend. You got one more weekend to impress. Last year, last year, Dustin went a little too hard. Dustin wanted to win. Hey, is Greener, is Greener going to do the weird Olympics? Oh, I don't know. We'll have to talk about it. Um, because the All-Star game is coming. So last year at the All-Star game, Dustin, Dustin, we had all these kind of like in between, um, like, uh, Skills challenges, run around the bases, who was the fastest around the bases. They had like a boat drinking boat race. Uh, was there another one? I feel like there was another one. The the Fruit Loop thing. Oh, there was some Fruit the, Loop eating, yeah. The, and people not were, the Fruit Loop, the fu- Fruit by fruit the by Foot. Fruit by the Foot, eating the Fruit by the Foot as fast as possible. And it ends up with two people and their mouths together. You and I 100% won that. Yeah, we did. We did. Um, I'm not playing it again until you're over this cold, though. But Dustin... <laughs> <laughs> Dustin went, Dustin was like he I don't know clearly got it in his mind that he was gonna win the Dan Lacey Award at this event, and so he was like everybody's fun drinking buddy, but it was so obvious <laughs> that it just it felt so uh, forced and everybody's calling out at the thing. So um, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, that was fun last year. Um, so hopefully we do it again. We do have the All Star Game this week. 
uh, or, or coming up on June third, and, and that's like at the end. Right? At the end, at six p.m. Hopefully, we'll have time to do some kind of skills challenge. We'll have to talk. I think that might have also been Jonesy running that as well, uh, and Kyle maybe. So the rest of us captains will have to get our heads together and see if we want to do something. Uh, if you have any ideas for skills challenge that you think we could actually pull off, talk to us. Put it in the chat somewhere so that we can we can see. I know that in the past there's been like throwing ones. Um, so great. Okay, maybe we can figure something out. Uh, if you have ideas. I don't think a home run contest actually makes any sense. There's only like three people who can hit home runs. Unless we go other hand. I don't know. Whatever. All right. Um, but we will also have an all-star game. So hopefully many of you will participate in the all-star game. Uh, the coaches are going to be Jason Greener and myself. Um, and we'll go out this week and we'll meet up and we'll pick teams and let you know uh, if you made the all-star game. I like the all-star game. I enjoy making the all-star team and playing in the all-star game. Okay. Why are you saying that like lots of people are going, oh, I don't want to do it. Maybe there aren't that many people. But I, 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 unpopular opinion, I like being selected as an all-star. <laughs> lots of people are like, please don't tell me how great I am. I would prefer <laughs> not to hear about it. I want to go under the radar. You, you tell uh, me if I do shit or you don't talk to me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how most people operate. Um, so I'm looking forward to the all-star game. Sarah, I want to make sure that I got all the things that I meant to get in here. I think... We could probably do more award talk, but I think we don't probably need to do that. Um, I think we touched on the male MVP. We touched on the female MVP. We did good. Um, I want to just do a real quick shout to Frizzicario's socks. Yeah, Frizzicario had good socks. They're like nerdy cats. Nerdy cat socks? Nerdy librarian science cats or something. Cool. They're a little cat with glasses. Very They're good. adorable. So League, keep it up with the great socks. A lot of good socks out there. If you get a sock mention, I'll buy you a sparkling water. Oh! <laughs> Go get those $3 socks so you can get that free sparkling water. <laughs> um, oh, quickly, Fantasy. Chris, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to use the, uh, the name. Quick, fantasize about Chris. Fruity. Fruity is the winner. Congratulations, Fruity. Way to go, Fruity. Players that carried his team. Katie Specht. Wow. Fantastic. Neil McHugh. Brittany. Greg DeVillers participating. Greg DeVilla um, lately. In that way. Uh, huge weeks in fantasy from Digger. I've been waiting for Digger to come around all year, and he finally woke up, had a huge week. Homer, RBIs, good job. Uh, Neil McHugh, Adam Fox, awesome. Quentin Cooper, awesome. Michael Specht, awesome. Michael Berry, one-armed Michael Berry, awesome. Uh, I was watching the video of those games. Oh, Michael Berry led the league uh, in... Whatever, this made-up stat I made, score per dollar, uh, for the Week 8 game. But I was watching him on the video swing that one-handed swing. I have a lot more respect for that after watching on the video. Like, that's hard. Swinging the bat with one hand, making enough contact to, like, get it out into the field, and then getting hit. And your non-dominant hand. And your non-dominant. Yeah, so, like, a lot of respect for him putting in the work and uh, not just coming up and striking out 12 times, which he could have done and I would have allowed him to do. Um, it's a, it's a, I was watching him and I saw, you know, he, he was, he's really starting to get it together. And I thought he's going to then have his two arms back and he's going to have developed exactly. a skill and he's not going to be able to use it, which is of course good, right? You want full use of all your arms, but. Yep. Exactly. That was my thought. He's going to come back and have, have to kind of relearn how to hit so again. So many arms. So many arms. Double the arms. He's going to double his arms. Is there a stat for that? This player doubled their arms over the course of the season. Yeah, he should get more credit for only having one arm. Um, anything else we want to talk about the schedule? Uh, 
I think that's it, Sarah. I think we I think we did a good job. Oh, we didn't preview those games. Do we need to preview those games? Just a little bit. Game one, June third, Weekend Warriors versus Double Trouble. Weekend Warriors is really just playing for playing for feelings. They're four and five, so if they win, they go to five and five. They can't catch either of the other teams in the division. Um, but okay, fine. Uh, Double Trouble, on the other hand, if they are able to win and then the Dirtbags are able to beat Drinkers, they could actually get first place in their division because I think they should have the tiebreaker. Is that the second game? That's the third game. That's the third game. So hopefully Double Trouble wins this one. Uh, I'm going to just go based on that. I want Double Trouble to win this game, so I'm going to pick Double Trouble. Double Trouble is playing Glow Drinkers. Double Trouble is playing Weekend Warriors. Weekend Warriors aren't playing for anything, really. So That's the first game? Yeah. That's an opportunity for Maddie to put Minsung at shortstop, uh, whoever else, you know, whatever. He can, he can have fun, uh, or he can try to win. Um, either way. So I'm going to go double trouble because that's what I want to have happen. 2 p.m. game, Hitsers versus Good Time. This is for first place in the division. This is a big one. Whoever wins this gets first place. I got to go Hitsers. I think we'll win. I'm confident in us. We won't have Johan, which is tough. Uh, but I think we can do it without him. Since you didn't ask me, uh, the my What's pick for game one. Oh my bad. What's your pick for game one? Um, I'm gonna go those drinkers just to be. Game, they're not playing a game one. No. Oh, okay. Weekend Warriors versus Double Trouble. <laughs> okay, Double Trouble. Double Trouble. No, Weekend Warriors. Oh. Okay. What did you say? I said Double Trouble. Oh, I have to pick Double Trouble because somebody told me that I never picked them, which is not em. intentional. I am completely oblivious. You better pick them. You should not take my picks to have any significance whatsoever. That being said, Double Trouble. <laughs> uh, all right, game two, Hitsters versus Good Times. I got to go Hitsters. I think we do it. I think we, I think we accomplished it. I think we got our team figured out pretty good. We're playing good defense again. Uh, I think we come out and play good defense. And yeah, stop good I'm going to go Hitsters. But, man... Chalk and Green are going to be ready. Those guys are going to be ready and ready to play. They're, they're, that's their thing, being yeah. ready. They're, they're going to be ready. Uh, okay, and then last game of the day will be Lowe's Drinkers versus Dirtbag. Hopefully this game has some meaning. I hope it has some meaning. Um, otherwise, we might... I don't know what we'll see. Total, total gong show in the last game, potentially. I don't know what that means. Just shit show, you know? Just a mess. Why would it be a mess? I don't know. Dirtbags, you know, this is DeVillers' last uh, regular season game. Um, and then drinkers, who knows? Maybe they'll just... Somebody's going to, like, lose his mind. Yeah, he's going to lose his mind on the field. We're going to watch a man just decay in front of us. <laughs> uh, hopefully not. Um, but, no, I really do hope it has some meaning. So uh, I, I think drinkers probably win this, but I can see a path towards dirtbags doing it and shutting them down. But I think at the end of the day, drinkers probably win their division. That's my... With well, the two things that have to happen. After I have done a lot of math here, yep. I've done a lot of uh, algorithmic calculations, okay. and I think, uh, based on that, that Los Drinkers will win. Okay. Based on your algorithmic calculations? Yeah. Okay. Los Drinkers will win. All right. And then All-Star Game. Who you got in the All-Star Game? Team Greener or Team Zach? You don't know any of the players. You don't know anything else about it. I'm trying to sleep with the, one of the coaches, so... <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm hoping I'm hoping your team wins. Me too. Greener's won the last two All Star games um, as the coach. He's coached the All Star game two of the two times we've had it, and he's two and zero. Oh. Bring him down. Time to bring him down. <laughs> Time to take him down. Uh, I think I'll get a good team. I think it'll have uh, 
Some all stars right, on it. Twelve all stars <laughs> on it. If I'm if I'm betting, uh, so I'm excited. I'm excited to play in it as well. All right, DSL. Thank you. Awesome. We'll be back. Uh, I don't know when we'll be back. Do you think we'll have another podcast this year? Um, I don't know how much of the Saturday I'm going to be able to see. Ooh. So. I don't know. We'll be back. We'll do one in uh, between June 3rd and June 10th. We'll have something for sure. Do you think that the people would rather have a post, uh, what is it? Championship Post-season. day podcast mm-hmm. or a pre? Let's say we were only going to do one. Why not both? I. <laughs> we do both. We do both. All right. Well, anyway. You're going to be off work soon, so you can just like really put together something professional. No, I'm not going to be package. off work. I'm just going to have a week. I'm going to have like 10 days off of work before I do two days pro, of work. <laughs> a pro weekly ball movement package for us, Sarah. Put it together. Interviews, clips, highlights, analysis from around the globe. <laughs> that wouldn't be hard. We got people in China. We got people in... The south of the United States, I believe. We got people in the U.S. We got people in Canada. We got people in. Um, we got anyone in South America? We know. We got somebody in South Africa. Probably, I think Denzel's down there still, right? Denzel, Denzel went home. We so. get some. We got analysis Collins. from all over, from all over the world. Uh, all right, well, that There's was a long definitely one. Definitely, somebody passed out in the Philippines somewhere <laughs> that probably played DSL. <laughs> Absolutely. Do they want to be found? I don't Let's know. Wake them up. <laughs> wake them up. We need to know your we take. We need your commentary. What's your take? Um, fantastic. Great episode, Sarah. I think people are just gonna they're just gonna gobble up this weekly ball. Just mouths open, <laughs> waiting for that weekly ball to drop. <laughs> Uh, okay. Do you think anyone made it this far? This felt really long. Yeah, it was really long. It's going to end up being probably about 90 minutes. Wow. 90 minutes. I was told when we did a 55-minute episode that was too long. So Somebody told you that a 55-minute I think Dustin said the hour and five one. Uh, it's a little long. Okay, Dustin. Well, you can pause it. You can stop it at any time. That's true. You can, well, your name might get mentioned, so you got to listen to the whole thing. You might get mentioned. Uh, as in this one, hour and a half in. Who's, who's, who should we say for whose name gets mentioned as a little treat right here at the end? Who listens? Nobody. Oh, Me, shit. I do. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah, you are doing great. <laughs> you know who's doing some hot spectating? Sarah Poe. God, she's really good at it. All right, enough, enough, enough. She makes great jokes. Weekly out ball there. movement out. Thank you for listening. <laughs> See you in the field in 10 days, two weeks. Oh yeah, we're There's nothing on Saturday. Nothing on Saturday. And that's your weekly ball movement. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, if you like making love at midnight in the dunes of the Cape. Same old dope routine So I wrote to the paper